0: The podcast critics have spoken.
1: Has this guy ever actually interviewed anyone before? And? Wow, that was long. And? I don't have time to listen. Very busy. Sounds
0: like this podcast isn't winning any awards anytime soon.
1: Uh, He did win an award in 2011.
0: Stop living in the past. What else with Corey Mann? Wherever podcasts are sold. Isn't it free? Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network.
2: This podcast is supported by Conspiracy Unlimited. Richard Serrett is a regular guest host on Coast to Coast AM, the most listened to late night radio program in the world. Now you can hear Richard on his podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, three days a week political intrigue and subterfuge, conspiracies the paranormal ufos alternative energy and more new episodes drop every monday wednesday and friday conspiracy unlimited following the truth wherever it leads listen and subscribe at conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com Well, welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. My name is uh, Jack, and thanks for uh, tuning in and downloading this episode today. On the show, we have the legendary Jerry McMullen. Jerry, what up?
0: Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for having me back.
2: You are uh, a, a treasured guest and a treasured friend. Uh, Jerry, what have you been up to lately?
0: Um, Gosh work and home and kids and school, uh, it just never stops. But I've been uh, keeping up with podcasts at work. I love listening to the Horrible Movie Podcast. You guys are doing a great job, and I am super excited to get a chance to come back. I was on, what, year, year and a half ago, and I then like I was he- afraid you guys had lost my number that you were calling me back.
2: Was it that long ago?
1: It's was it really long- that
2: long ago? I'm so sorry. It, we had nothing back. to do with that. It's just... I don't know what it is exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is exactly. But you're back now. That's all I care about right now. Is we're back, absolutely uh, reunited, and it feels so good. That's really awkward right now. Phil's giving me a look like, "What are you doing, Jack?" Uh, I was singing a song. Okay, uh, Jerry, you are the co-host for the worst comic podcast ever. Yes, tell folks. One yes. of the co-hosts. Tell folks about your show. It is a phenomenal show, uh, and you are phenomenal. So tell us about the show. Well,
0: thank you very much. Um, it is three guys. We've known each other since seventh grade. So we like to say that we've gone from middle school to middle age together. Mm-hmm. We get together once a week to talk comics and movies and TV and all the other nerdy stuff that our wives don't want to hear us talk about. Good. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, all the places. Uh, worst comic podcast ever. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, new shows go up every Friday. We haven't missed a Friday yet since we started. So we just put up episode 225 last week.
2: That's awesome what two hundred and twenty five yeah. episodes yeah um that's crazy that's great what's it like to do two hundred and twenty five episodes of something we're at what episode is this one thirty five for us what's it like to do two hundred plus episodes Jerry
0: well, and I would say you probably got a little bit more there because early on you were doing those half
2: episodes that is true and we do a pre-show thing uh, on this one as well but uh, man, dude, come on 200. What? What's the secret of your success and longevity?
0: Uh, part of it is it's a, it's a trio. It's Cullen and John and myself. So there are times when one of us can take a week off and the other two will cover. Gotcha. So that helps out. And then a lot of times it may be just recording in advance so we can all take a week off. Uh, a lot of times with traveling to the conventions, We'll record panels or interviews there, and that becomes standalone audio that we can use on a given week.
2: Um, Speaking of cons, uh, and not uh, con artists, but uh, Mm -hmm. speaking of uh, uh, comic conventions, uh, you and I, we and you, me, and Phil met through comic (coughs) conventions. Do you remember which one we actually met at?
0: That was the Lebanon MegaCon. MegaCon. The, MegaCon. The, the, the late lamented me, MegaCon. You have got Lebanon.
2: hacksaw Jim Duggan, beautiful Bobby Eaton, and some people selling censies. Anyway, <laughs> that that was a
0: one-year wonder. It, it, was, it burned. It burned really bright so quickly.
2: It was, and, and but I, you know what? I enjoyed it, I and mean, we we met because of that. And then we ended up uh, being at yep. uh, Planet Comic Con together, and multiple years. And then uh, Kansas City Comic Con, which Kansas City is it? Not, it's not happening, is that correct?
0: Um, it's it's not going to be coming back this year. It might come back down the road, but uh, they're not going to be doing a show in 2018.
2: Well, we, I, I was telling Phil about this the other day. We really enjoyed Kansas City Comic. I mean, we enjoyed Planet Comic Con as well. Uh, and any con we go we go to, but we really liked Kansas City Comic Con. I thought it was a different; it was a change of pace. Uh, it was mm-hmm. different than Planet Comic Con, and um, that so that's kind of a bummer about Kansas City.
0: Yeah, it it's just it's a very competitive market. It and, is. And um, I think Kansas City was trying to compete directly with Planet, and that probably wasn't the smartest way to go about their business, but. Um, I, I think they'll come back. Maybe do a slightly smaller show, maybe in another location. Mm-hmm. And I think they would do great.
2: Right, something a little a little more niche, as opposed to trying to go, like you said, going head to head. Sometimes isn't the best uh, yeah. the best way to go about it. But again, we really enjoyed our time there. And again, anytime we get to hang out with uh, Jerry is uh, great, great stuff. Who is the most famous person that Jerry McMullen has ever uh, sat down and had a social Uh, maybe beverage of some kind with uh, at a comic con. Wow,
0: ah, that's that's a good question.
2: Most Um, famous. I should
1: have. You know,
0: I I I travel to. uh, We go up to Omaha for O Comic Con each July. Okay. And I've kind of become their PBS host. Uh, each year they bring in guests from a PBS show. Cool. And so for the last three years, I've done panels with um, various actors and puppeteers from Sesame Street. Wow. Uh, th- two years ago, it was um, Bob and Luis from Sesame Street.
2: Mm, wow. Then
0: last year, it was Carol Spinney who does Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch. That's cool. And then this summer, I did uh, Alan Moroka, and, um, oh, what is, uh, Gordon, the actor that played Gordon.
2: That cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's phenomenal. That's cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, Today, I don't think Adam Sandler's ever been on Sesame Street. Maybe. I could see a scenario where Adam Sandler, he has, Phil is actually confirming that he has seen Adam Sandler on Sesame Street. Yeah,
0: Celebrities love to go on there.
2: And so the tie-in is the fact that Adam Sandler was the star in a movie, and, written, and he wrote this movie also, the screenplay, a movie called The Waterboy. Boy*, Jerry. Uh, when we talked this week about you coming on, I said, What movie? And you said The Water Boy. Tell it now this movie, I, I could see this being a polarizing pick uh for the show because there are a lot of people that love this movie. And yes it's silly and it's the Water Boy and Baba Boucher is looking to give some H two O to everybody. Um because H cause Wada's better than Gatorade. Uh why the Water Boy?
0: um well partly it's football season nice you know we we missed out on the opportunity to to meet up last weekend in springfield at cape con it's true uh, partly because of football schedules and all that you know so that got me to football and um you know it it is one of those love hate movies i mean you either you're either all in on it or you just stay far away from it. Um, so let's <laughs> let's talk the water boy. Why not?
2: Why not? In fact, it is time. It is time uh, for some deets. The details of the movie. Uh, the Waterboy. Uh tagline is uh, <laughs> You can mess I can't even read that. All right, never mind. Um <laughs> You can mess with with him, but don't mess uh, with his water cooler. What? (laughs) maybe it's just with water, with his water. I really watched this. (laughs) Phil will fix that in post. All right. Directed by (laughs) Frank Karachi. He's done a lot of other Adam Sandler stuff. uh, Produced by Jack uh, Garaputo, who is one of Adam Sandler's best buddies. They they are co-founders of... Uh, Happy Madison Film Productions, Robert Simone's, the same, uh, and Adam Sandler produced it as well. Written by Tim he and Adam Sandler, starring Adam Sandler, the award-winning Kathy Bates, uh, Feru- Feruza Balk, uh, Jerry Reed, and uh, a cast of thousands. And, uh, yeah, uh, NFL players are in this. Celebrities of all kinds. It's a great it's a great uh, cast as well um, let me let me click over. I'm, here. Gonna, I'm gonna throw jump
0: in here because you overlooked
2: Henry Winkler the,
0: the America's hero Henry
2: Winkler let me tell you about Henry Winkler we're talking about comic-cons there's one coming up in Louisville uh, I have a friend that lives in Louisville he's been on our show several times and Phil and I are trying to make it happen to get to Louisville to Louisville supercon this year. And uh, Henry Winkler is at that Comic-Con. I'm excited about it. He,
0: he is an incredible guest. He stands in front of his table so he can meet everyone direct, directly, shake their hand, hug them, whatever. I mean, he is very engaging with the guests there. So I'm, you definitely want to meet him if, if given the chance.
2: I'm hoping it works out. Uh, release date, November 6, 1998. Running time of 90 minutes uh, and a budget of $23 million and a box office. Of a very nice $186 million. That definitely would not have went on our uh, top 10 uh, box office busts episode from uh, last week. So, um, well, very good. Uh, okay, so do you want to try to do a 30 second synopsis, right quick,
0: Jerry? I can give it my best shot. Do your
2: hey, you can, you can do it. You can do. You can do it. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Oh, I also I left out. Uh, What's his name? Rob Schneider. How can we leave out Rob Schneider? All right. 30 seconds and off says Jerry McMullen, the water boy. You can do it. Go.
0: Bobby Boucher is a 31-year-old man-child who uh – uh, serves as the water boy at the local college. He gets kicked off, so he finds a new college needing a water boy. Turns out he's got a hidden talent of rage building up, and he becomes the perfect linebacker for this small town college that's never winning winning games. Uh, they, uh, they have a winning season. They get to the bowl game. They get up against the school that fired. Bobby Boucher at the start of the movie. And, well, you're just going to have to watch the movie to see who wins the game.
2: It. You got it. All right. So, uh, perfect, Jerry. When we come back, uh, we are going to talk about the Waterboy. We'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, we are here on the Horror Movie Podcast. I am Jack, and we are we have Jerry McMullen. Jerry, welcome back. And, Thank uh, you. We, uh, you had said it in the intro. I haven't had you on in a year and a half. Is that possible? I'm I feel horrible about this. I'm gonna make it up to you. I don't know how I'm gonna make it up to you. It's a, okay. I may mail you some high quality H2, you know H2O from a glacier.
0: <laughs> what well, I think it was almost two years ago because it was when the Cubs were making their run to the World Series and we watched Taking Care of Business.
2: You're very succinct as, as far as the seasonal things that you bring to the show. I gotta have you on more so I can actually do sort of actual uh, things that go with the time of year that I'm actually doing shows I, I do do a whole I do do I do a whole month of Christmas around Christmas you do. time normally you do. Uh, so definitely definitely need to come on Christmas time so get a Christmas movie ready uh, and you along with a few other people that I've already got kind of uh, sought out are gonna uh, ring in the Christmas spirit with the horror movie podcast Anyway, sounds like a plan. All right, so this movie is The Water Boy. It stars Adam Sandler as Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher, um, a awkward. Let's say, let's let's describe him this awkward. Uh, he does have a stutter. Um, would you say this movie? Uh, I can't. I don't think it makes fun of people that stutter. I think it's uh, trying to build some sympathy for Adam Sandler. Would you say that's the case? Yeah. Or for Bobby Boucher, you not know,
0: him. His whole character is like a combination of characters that he had developed on Saturday Night Live.
2: Oh, yes.
0: He had Canteen Boy, and uh, <laughs> he had a, a socially awkward kid, and you just kind of merge them together and throw in the, the Cajun accent, and now you got Bobby Boucher.
2: Cajun Man. Cajun Man's a character. So you have Cajun Man, Canteen Boy, and... Uh, I'm forgetting one of them. Him singing the uh, turkey for you and a turkey for me. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, so Bobby Boucher is 31 years old. He he is a water boy for the University of Louisiana football program, which the University of Louisiana is not technically a made-up thing because the University of Louisiana has several schools that are part of the University of Louisiana system. LSU is Louisiana State University, so that's not what they're saying. The University of Louisiana is like University of Louisiana Monroe, the University of Louisiana Lafayette, There's a, and there's a couple others too around the state. But this is just straight up the University of Louisiana, and he is the water boy and has been since youth, right? There's a flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Reed, uh, who I love, by the way. Do you, you listen to country music whatsoever? Jerry,
0: I don't, but I would for Jerry Reed. Uh, I mean, I came of age watching the Smoky and the Bandit movies. Oh man,
2: he's so good in that. Um, Jerry Reed, uh, Eastbound and Down, right? Which is from the, mm-hmm. which is also on that um, Smoky the Bandit soundtrack. Uh, Jerry Reed, uh, oh, she got the gold mine, I got the shaft, is another classic Jerry Reed country song. He's not a one-hit wonder with East and Down. He's got the Goldmine and Shaft song is really funny, by the way. It's legitimately funny, um, as opposed to illegitimately funny. Um, <laughs> uh, Bobby Boucher has an argument about uh, about his water source, right? Or they do they mess with his water? Is that why he gets fired and then he freaks out? Um, the the
0: team likes to pick on him. And then when Bobby reacts to it, that's when he gets uh, fired for that.
2: And he he reacts to it, uh, and they fire uh, they fire Bobby Boucher uh, from his uh, job as a water boy. Uh, meanwhile, then he shows up uh, at South Central Louisiana State University for the, and it's the Mud Dogs. Uh, they are coached by a guy named Coach Klein, played by Henry Winkler. Uh, who is a great character actor? I mean, I just love Henry Winkler. He's so nice. Uh, what's the show he's on with George Foreman and uh, William Shatner?
0: Better late than never.
2: Do you watch that show?
0: I watch it with the with the family. We enjoy it.
2: I like that show. Uh, i uh, sat with my son and watched it. I feel like that's something I that we can watch together. Uh, and it's pretty nice. Like, it's a nice little show. And uh, I like those guys all k- kind of combined in the same group. Uh, Terry Bradshaw is the other one on there, right? Yeah. Um, yes. And uh, so they uh, hire... <laughs> they, no, the, the what happens? He comes to the practice, and he realizes that the water source that they use is this old, nasty uh, uh, water jug, and it's gross. And he gives... He purifies it somehow, and uh, he gives uh, Coach a taste of it. He's like, that's not bad. You're hired. <laughs> anyway, so um, they also, the Mud Dogs are very downtrodden. They, uh, the, the other team he got fired from is a great team. I mean, unstoppable national tri- titles, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Coach Klein's team, the Mud Dogs, uh, have a 40-consecutive game losing streak. Uh, very sad. It's a very sad situation.
0: It's it's a situation where they've got like no one attending the games. The cheerleaders are drinking to make it through the game. Yes, the mascot's passed out. I mean, it's it's not it's not the ideal situation to to be playing football. They the team doesn't have enough resources, so they've got to like share helmets and pads and such. And they switch
2: it they switch back and forth in between plays so uh bobby is 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 in the middle of this his new team begins to make fun of him uh and he uh ends up uh hitting the quarterback so hard that he knocks him out uh like tackles him and um coach klein wants to talk him into playing, but now we're left to realize that he has to go talk to uh To Bobby Boucher's mom, who is played by Kathy Bates. Tell me about Kathy Bates' best role in any film, TV show, etc. What do you think it is?
0: Oh, you've you've always got to go to Misery. Misery Uh, is great.
2: Yes. Yeah. Is that James Conn?
0: Yes. The Stephen King novel. Yes. Um, I really liked her. uh, For like a year or two, she did a. guest part on the office
2: she was good in that she was she was she in charge of saber yes yeah she was a ceo of her own saber yeah sabre yeah. sabre as andy bernard <laughs> would, would sing it um she's also in um american horror story which again hide the kids on that one can't have the kids <laughs> maybe watching that one as much but she's and then she is in um what's the one i had on the top of my head uh, oh, she's the unsinkable Molly Brown in uh, Titanic, which mm-hmm. we've done, on, which we've done on this show as well. Which was a polarizing episode because some people think it's the greatest movie ever created. I think it is the equivalent of a subway sandwich. Just yikes! <laughs> Sorry, unless Subway wants to sponsor our show, and then we love Subway and five dollar footlongs this whole month. All right. So, um Bobby Boucher meets a new girl, um, Vicki Valencourt, played by uh Feruza Balk. What's she what else has she been in, The Craft? Yeah, um
0: She was in that witchcraft movie. I'm just trying to pull her up here to see what else she's been in.
2: She looks real familiar. She wasn't in any of the Harry Potters. That's uh what's her face? What's that what's that girl's name that was in uh Oh, what's her name? That was married to Tim Burton.
0: Oh, Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah. She,
2: Helena Bonham Carter is a little more famous than this person.
0: Yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, she's done a lot of like B grade movies. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot that stands out. Uh, she was in Almost Famous.
2: Yeah, American History, American History X. History. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. Return to Oz. That's probably a movie we should put on here. Um Return to Oz. Why why does anyone imagine they should remake The Wizard of Oz? Or do anything well is that is it not is it something that anyone would want to remake The Wizard of Oz?
0: I think Hollywood sees that as a cash grab. Gosh. I if guess, people if yeah. people went to see this movie, then obviously they would go to see any kind of sequel.
2: That's true. So the water boy. Uh, back to the water boy. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. So the water boy. Uh, he they uh, coach coach Klein Henry Winkler goes to um, Bobby's mom Kathy Bates's character and tries to talk her into letting him play football. Well, how does she describe football, Jerry? Uh,
0: foosball. And calls it the football And, and, and the devil.
2: Yes. Okay, say it again. I cut you off. Sorry.
0: She calls it foosball and the devil's sport.
2: (laughs) Foosball
0: is the devil.
2: Anyway, so she's not going to let him do it. Bobby ends up doing it behind her back. We also find out that Coach Klein used to be best buddies in high school uh, with Red. uh, I never. uh, Red Bouillet is the name of the other coach of Jerry Reed's characters, Red Bouillet. And he. and they were buddies, and Red Bouillet ended up stealing Coach Klein's playbook because he was a master offensive technician. Uh, and he, uh, he ended up stealing his playbook and getting the job promotion at Louisiana State or Louis- U- University of Louisiana, and that's why Coach Klein ended up uh, descending into a sad uh, place. We also have um, we find out that Bobby Boucher has never uh, graduated from high school and uh, later on in the movie, I should say, and he's going to have to work on his GED. Uh, But all of that kind of winds up uh, being pushed uh, in that narrative of his mom is very anti-football, but Bobby uh, begins to play football. How does Bobby play football? Uh, How well does Bobby play football, Jerry?
0: Um... You know, if if you were a coach on a team, I think you'd want him on your team as a linebacker. Uh, I mean, he, he just – he he visualizes everyone that has done things wrong to him and applies it to the quarterback or the running back on the opposing team and just takes
2: it out on them. He um, – there's a point – I like wrestling a lot. And there's a point earlier in the movie where there's a call-in part of the show where he calls – Uh, In to Captain Insano Who is played by the big show uh, Paul White is that guy's name But the big show And uh, he's like "Uh, Captain Insano uh, I'm I'm your biggest fan And uh, I'm so glad that you're uh, awesome And I hope you win at the paper He's like oh thanks kid how old are you He's like "Uh, 31 And they all laugh at him which is really sad (laughs) And so later on in the movie he begins envisioning people as Captain Insano because he's really mad at Captain Insano for embarrassing him on uh, his calling uh, thing. The uh, the Mud Dogs is this team. They end up having a scrimmage against uh, a group of prisoners later in the movie, and this these prisoners uh, have are there's a ton of them that are uh, part of this prison team. Uh, you have uh, I almost said Dan Fouts. He's one of the announcers. Uh, you have uh, a cast of La- yeah, Lawrence Taylor as part of it. Uh, there's uh, just a, a bunch of other uh, players that kind of show up. It's very reminiscent of another Adam Sandler movie. Well, that was a remake, though, when that's The Longest Yard. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, and Burt Reynolds was in that one, but he was also in the original Longest Yard. I was very sad whenever Burt Reynolds uh, passed away recently. Uh are, were you a Burt Reynolds fan of any kind Jerry
0: well honestly I mean with Jerry Reed smoking the bandit um but yeah I mean it I I think I love Burt Reynolds more as Burt Reynolds he was always showing up on like the Tonight show with yes. Johnny Carson yes and I mean it was like every other week he'd show up he had nothing to promote he was just there to hang out and talk and have drinks and be Burt Reynolds. He
2: almost became, Burt almost became a parody unto himself in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like, you think about the way that uh, Norm McDonald played him on Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. That mm-hmm. literally was kind of, by the, you know, the last 20 years of his career, that was basically Burt Reynolds was that character that Norm McDonald was playing. Hey, uh, yeah, it's got a big hat. I've got a big hat on. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> anyway. That's our tribute, folks, uh, to uh, Burt Reynolds. So there's Burt. Um, Clint Howard is in this movie, by the way, too, as w- one of the fans of the team. Uh, and anytime you can get Clint Howard in a movie, you know it's probably going to be a, a hit. Uh, he's the well,
0: normally normally when he's in a movie, it's a Ron Howard movie. So right. this was kind of the exception to the role.
2: Maybe the Henry Winkler connection. The Fonz was able to talk. Uh, Ron, maybe he said, Ron, will you be in the movie? He goes like, I won't be in your movie but my brother, he sure will. Clint will be in your movie. Um,
0: Did you hear how Henry Winkler got into this movie? No, tell me about it. Um, He had called Adam Sandler and uh, Sandler had done the, the Hanukkah song on Saturday Night Live. Yes. And he mentions Henry Winkler by name in it. And so Winkler had called to thank him and say how much he enjoyed being part of that song and all that. And just on a whim, Adam's like, Hey, if I do a movie, would you be in it? That's awesome. Winkler said, Sure, I'll do a movie with you.
2: That's cool. That's a great way to get Henry Winkler in your movie. (laughs) Get old Henry Winkler. So they go on a, the team, the Mud Dogs, go on a huge tear. I mean, just a unstoppable tear across um uh the country and they're starting to finally win games they break their losing streak uh adam sandler's character bobby boucher ends up playing his mom finds out though like after he's been playing and they, they can't keep the secret uh too long she also finds out about vicky Valancourt as well and that's a that's a problem because she doesn't want to lose uh uh bobby and she says also that the girls are the devil and then Bobby, basically in retaliation, says, "You're a girl, so basically, basically you're the devil. I, I can't remember how the phrasing goes. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, her mom, uh, her, her, his mom, uh, basically, uh, tells him a story about how his dad abandoned her and had an affair, and it's a sad, it's a sad deal. So, anyway, um. Bobby and the team go on in this long tear, this long huge one. And uh, Coach Klein, though, is intimidated by Coach Red Bouyer, Jerry Reed's character. Do you remember what uh, Red Bouyer envisions, uh, or do you remember what Co- uh, Henry Winkler's character envisions Jerry Reed's character's head as when they when they play their bowl game in the Bourbon Bowl?
0: It's a little bait, like a little baby doll's head or baby head.
2: Isn't it a baby? Yeah. It's a baby head. Oh, little baby. Oh, you're not scary at all, little baby. (laughs) Anyway, so they ends up winning, uh, and uh, they end up winning the Bourbon Bowl. Bobby is named MVP, but Bobby doesn't show up until halftime because like in every Adam Sandler movie, there's a... This is literally... This is how they all work. Like you name one, and this is how it works. It bottoms out, and this is for a lot of movies, but it bottoms out, and... Everything bad is happening to the character, and he has to quit what they're doing. Happy Gilmore happens. You know, Chubbs dies and blah, 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 blah. Uh, And then, here we go. They, uh, uh, they, he ends up coming out at halftime, and, uh, you know, he passes the GED, and he becomes eligible to play again, and uh, he ends up coming out and being, uh, yeah, being the man. And they win... And he's called the MVP. They win 30-27 uh, to 27 is the final score. Um, yeah, indeed. It's pretty good. Bobby Boucher ends up playing in the NFL. Did you know that? That's later on. <laughs>
0: That's the sequel. That never happened.
2: <laughs> never happened. Uh, that, they should actually make that happen. Okay, so, Jerry, uh, we're going to take a radio break. When we come back, uh we're gonna uh talk about this movie just a little bit more and just uh a bunch of other fun stuff. We'll be right back. And we're back. Uh we're here on the Horror Movie Podcast. We've got Jerry McMullen. Uh Jerry, we're talking about the water boy. Uh tell me about your favorite Adam Sandler movie. Oh um favorite. Wow.
0: Uh, there's a lot of them
2: <laughs> we've got we've got pixels we've got uh this one the water boy we've got happy gilmore we've got billy madison uh we've got what else i'm forgetting some i'm sure we've got uh, little Nikki, which is uh one that no one's ever brought to this show yeah. uh, which is, kind of surprises I, me
0: i i think my favorite one I, that I've enjoyed the most that I'll go back and rewatch on a regular basis. Well, two of them come to mind, the wedding singer. Yes. And 51st States.
2: I got that. I got, I understand that. Yeah. I
0: uh, hit him and drew Barrymore. They just kind of clicked together on screen.
2: They worked well together. What they're in the wedding singer and they're in 51st States. Do they have another movie? Um, not that well, I can think of. I can't remember either. Anyway, my favorite is Happy Gilmore. I like golf. I like that movie. When it came out, I was of the age where all the jokes I just thought were hilarious. So great. Uh, And so anyway, yeah, my favorite is definitely Happy Gilmore. His series, Spanglish, did you like Spanglish?
0: I did. Um, It was, you see this with so many comedians that they they want to do something serious because they don't think, anyone will ever view him as anything other than a comedian.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: would almost contend that being a comedian is harder than being a serious actor. So
2: you're right. um, you either I, have, you I, either have I, it or you don't if you're a comedian. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think it was a, it was a decent movie. I just think it got passed over just credits that didn't appreciate it. And, um, they just, they want, they want their funny, stupid movies out of Adam Sandler. That's, that's all that they really want from him.
2: well and he's willing to give it to you uh, this one definitely the water boy was definitely one of them um, he uh, as a cast member on Saturday night live I thought he was a uh, man just I thought he was great he was that young uh, up and coming kind of comedian type character uh, really funny I love his his combination of music and comedy hmm you were talking about the Henry Winkler connection with the uh oh with the Hanukkah song. And that's kind of one of those things that he did a lot. You know, Jimmy Fallon, when he was, when Jimmy Fallon was on Saturday Night Live, did that a lot too. Uh, but he did not in my eyes do it as well as, uh, Adam Sandler. Cause he's just, he's good. He's really, really, and Jimmy Fallon's good too, but Adam Sandler, come on. Right. Maybe, maybe not. Mm. Um, okay. Well, uh, tell you what, let's do this. Let's, uh, Let's talk about the goods and bads in this movie, and let's define uh, for Jerry. Let's have a good definition of why why the Water Boy is in fact. Let's compare it to other comedies, and maybe why it's a horrible movie, or can be on the horrible movie scale, perhaps. Uh, what's a good in this movie first, though?
0: Um, I, the good part. I I just love the cast. Uh, he really grew a, a star talent list of characters around him to put the movie together. I mean, Kathy Bates has won Oscars, and uh, Jerry Reed and Henry Winkler are are like mainstays from the 70s and 80s. Yes. And, uh, it was just a solid solid lineup of, of talent around him.
2: Um, I would say the goods on this one, uh, some of the setups, the... Um, the catchphrases of H2O is better, uh, no, water is better. One of those numbers, it r- r- harkens back to the Billy Madison shampoo is so good. Some shampoo, I'm shampoo and I'm better, and I clean the hair, I'm conditioner and I soften and condition the hair. You know, what I'm saying the H2O versus Gatorade, uh, tie in darn good, darn good. Um, what, tell me some bads then. What are some bads about this movie?
0: You know, uh, there are a lot of plot holes in this one. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, you, you kind of have to like suspend basic rules of football on a lot of the stuff. That's but,
2: true. That is true.
0: I mean, I, I don't think, uh, this school would be that bad off in terms of, uh, helmets and and pads and uniforms and such, if this is a d one school
2: they'd have a hard um, time yeah they'd have a hard time getting anyone to come to their school uh or uh you know pass any sort of safety uh regulations. you're correct,
0: you know that you see them, uh the headlines show that they've got they uh went over like Clemson and Louisville and you know all these other southern schools, and it's like okay, um. Why is this team so poor then? Because they ought to be getting a really big paycheck for playing those schools.
2: That's true. And Coach Klein's character is so inept before he comes out of his common sense coma. Thanks to Bobby Roche helping him envision people as babies. Um, he, um, he is so inept. I don't know how he would ever have stayed in that job. Like they, you know, what I'm saying they would just would have uh, ran him off. And he didn't even really have practice. Like it's so funny. Um, yeah, this movie very polarizing. Uh, I'm looking at some of the awards. It did win an award. I don't to rewind. It was nominated. He Adam Sandler was nominated uh, for worst actor Golden Ra- Golden Raspberry Award the Razzies. Uh, he did not win that year, but he did win. In M- uh, no, he won uh, the Blockbuster Entertainment Award. Uh which is now gone I'm sure because blockbuster's gone and he won the MTV Movie Award for his performance which says a lot about MTV Movie Award What What are you like, Anyway that's kind of weird that's just whatever it's MTV right
1: mm mm-hmm.
2: Mhm uh can't can't make this up so um very good who was the best uh best part of this movie for you what is the best part of this movie for you at, it could be an actor. It could be uh, uh, the a scene. It could be him uh, tackling uh, someone. Anything.
0: Yeah, to me, it's Henry Winkler. I just because you really we really have not seen anything from Henry Winkler for a period of time, and then he just shows up in this movie, mm-hmm. and it's he's totally. Out of character. I mean, that that's not the type of character that we normally see Henry Winkler play. And it was just this is the reason I go back to watch this movie over and over again is to see Henry Winkler.
2: Loved Henry. I love Henry Winkler. I've always loved him. Um, did you watch Happy Days? Oh yes, yes. Um, I watched it all the time. It was when it was on. For me, I was a little bit too young to watch it when it was first out, uh, but it mm-hmm. was. It it was on in rerun on, I think, TBS played the crud out of it. I think it was TBS. I don't think it was USA. But TBS, I think, played Happy Days a lot. And so I watched it all the time on there. Yeah. Also, they played Gilligan's Island. And this is a side note, but we had a, my son and I, he's eight. And we had a conversation. We were watching an episode of ALF. Oh, boy. And uh, they had a special episode of ALF where ALF was watching Gilligan's Island reruns and loving it and so then in this same episode I had to tell my son about Alf and explain to him what Alf was and then I also had to explain to him what Gilligan's Island was it was really it was interesting <laughs> and he was like oh like because there's a cartoon version of Teen Titans it's more cartoony that he watches mm-hmm. wait a minute on Teen Titans they get they, they, they get trapped like lost on an island or ca- there are castaways on an island I'm like it's basically a straight ripoff of Gilligan's Island because they can't get off the island. So that was a nice connecting point there. So, uh, making memories watching Alf and, uh, Gilligan's Island with my son. So, anyway, Alf's not in this movie. Uh, back to Henry Winkler in Happy Days. But, uh, I loved Happy Days. I loved Ron Howard in Happy Days. Mm hmm. Um, Fon, uh, Fonzie was uh, cool. And so then every everything else that Henry Winkler has been in has been not Fonzie because he's not played as cool a character in everything else he's been in, right?
0: Nothing comes to mind. I mean, Night, Night Shift was his first movie that I remember seeing um, in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. I don't think anything compares to the Fonz.
2: Nothing compares to the Fonz. He's in Arrested in Development. Have you watched that show? Mm-hmm. And he's in he's in that as is it Bob Bob Law What's his name? Bob Law, Bob Law. He
0: uh, he a, also had a reoccurring part on Parts and Rec.
2: It's true. He's John he Raffio's father. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. If you got, if you haven't watched Parks and Rec, folks, you need to watch Parks and Rec. So many good Skip things. Skip
0: season one. Yeah, that's true. Just that's start true. with season two. That is
2: true. And uh, boy, Ron Swanson just gets better and better the whole series. <laughs> so good. Mm. So so good. Uh, Nick Offerman is the is who plays Ron Swanson. Um, okay, so uh, let's do this. Let's rate this movie on a scale of one horrible to five horribles. The Water Boy. Is it one horrible meaning, oh, it's a, you know, it's a bad movie, Uh, you know, a low-rated uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, or is it a five? Uh, basically, I always say this now, The Room, which we've done on the show, and it's the best thing to watch ever. It, I love it. <laughs> so horrible, though. So stupid. What do you think? What do you think? One to five.
0: I'd probably give this like a two, two and okay. a half.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, critics would say that the uh, Rotten Tomato score on this is about a 35% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not the lowest thing we've ever done here. Uh, and um, it, that's pretty low, though. That's, that's pretty low. And everyone basically at this point in Adam Sandler's career thought, okay, this is the movie he's making. He's making this type of movie. Uh, much like Chris Farley and David Spade had a set formula for everything they did. Um mm-hmm. Adam Sandler's formula is uh to do his impressions from Saturday Night Live and his stand up routine. Cause he has done Adam Sandler did do a little bit of stand up early on. So that's how he got noticed. But um okay, so I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this a uh one, actually. Um it's definitely a horrible movie. There's not any way around that. Uh if you're telling me this is high art, uh, I'm going to have to call you into question on that but it's definitely not the worst thing I've ever watched and for what it is and what it does um, it uh, yeah it's not the best Adam Sandler movie ever either like I said we already talked about that uh, but I think that it is uh, it's pretty horrible it's still very horrible So uh, what uh, okay let's do this uh, comic wise let's do this I'm going to let Phil is listening in I'm going to let Phil chime in as well. Let's talk a little bit about current runs in comics. Uh, what are you reading right now? What are you really into uh, in comics? Uh, what do you like so far?
0: Um, well, I've been a big fan of Batman's run on Batman, uh, which he's been on that title now for two years. He's been putting out two issues a month. Uh, so they're up around 55 56 issues now and it's been one of the best Batman runs I've ever read um, He's done a lot of innovative stuff with the with the with Batman and the characters and um, it's some of it is just amazing it's it's I wonder why this story hadn't been told before
2: that's cool uh, here's here's Phil
1: um, Jerry did you get a chance to meet uh, Tom King and Scott Snyder at planet?
2: Uh, I did
0: meet Tom Kane. I hosted a panel with him and uh, some other artists and writers uh, where we discussed Batman.
1: Yeah, cool. So. Yeah, the, the line for to meet those guys was insane. I, I ended up missing like the second run, and then um, on the third run, I waited in line for like a half an hour, and then ended up having to get out of line. So. Uh, I did not get to meet them, but, um, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of, I, I didn't
0: have time to stand in the line. The only way I was going to meet Tom was hosting that panel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a big gap for, for Planet this last year.
0: Yeah. It, uh, it popular and he does such good work. And, um, if you ever get a chance, read the Sheriff of Babylon, uh, comic that he did, uh, about two years ago, um, before he became a comic book writer, Tom Keene was in the CIA, oh, and wow. I think there is a lot of real elements of his career that made it into that story. So
1: wow, that's cool. Um, are you? I know you're mostly a DC guy. Um, are you reading the Flash? Uh,
0: I'm not. I and I would. I would say I'm probably more a Marvel guy than a DC. I mean, oh, I, okay. there's a lot of DC that I do read. Um, but I, the bulk of what I'm buying right now is more Marvel. Okay.
1: Um,
0: I'm really enjoying Jason Aaron's run on Avengers. Yeah. And on Thor. Um, and then everything that Mark Wade is writing right now is just like gold for me. I mean, he's been doing Archie. He did Ant-Man. Uh, he's doing uh, Dr. Strange now. I mean, if Mark Wade's writing a book, I will follow him to that book.
1: Yeah, definitely. I have not checked him out on um, on the Ant Man stuff, um, but uh, I, I'm still really enjoying Archie. I, I I read it, I check it out every month. So, yeah, Good. yeah. No, I, I've been enjoying the Flash. I I just now I, I I've been mostly a Marvel uh, zombie as well, but um, I've been kind of um, kind of stealing over to the DC side for a mm-hmm. few a few. Um, books and, and I I've always read Batman for years, but, um, uh, the, the flash, the run on the flash right now has really captivated me. But, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm sure we're reading a lot of the same books, but what's, uh, are you reading anything new? Like something that, um, you know, is issue one or one to five kind of like,
0: um, well the titles reboot and restart so often that a lot of the, a lot of them are fairly recent starts. That's true. Um, um, you know, something that I've really been enjoying, have you checked out any of the DC comics at Walmart? No. Uh, D- DC signed a partnership with Walmart where they're putting these 100-page giant comics in Walmarts with for like Superman, Batman, Justice League, and Teen Titans. And they put like an original 12-page story in each one, and then they reprint three older comics of different types in the books. And wow. And they're... They're $5. That aisle by the checkouts that has like the, the sports cards and other collectibles. You'll find them there. Uh, but those have been, you know, really fun and kind of nostalgia. I grew up on the era where they would have these 100 page giant reprint issues. And that was always one of those where you got a lot of comic for your money.
1: Yeah, five bucks. That's, that, I didn't, I need to check that out. I, I didn't know that Walmart was doing that. Yeah. That's cool. Definitely that, that, give that a look. That seems like something Miller might enjoy. He would definitely love
2: that. That's a that's an interesting. That's smart that they did that. By the way, that's very uh, and that fits right in w- w- where we're at as far as uh, how movies are being made and how uh, everything is so superhero centric. Speaking of movies, actually, tell us about um, what have you thought about uh, any of the newer stuff? I don't know if we. I don't know if we've got to speak about this um but about any of the new comic book movies that are uh kind of coming out that have come out in the last year or so uh what what's been your favorite and then uh, what else uh what what do you see that's coming down the pipe and we talked briefly about venom which yeah. we, we we may end up doing actually let me do this i'm hearing my music here wait let me hear my music playing so let me uh the radio stuff will will cut out here uh, radio people are going to go away, and uh, if you want to hear the rest of Jerry and I's conversation, uh, download the Horror Movie Podcast on iTunes, Spreaker.com, everywhere you find podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, folks. And remember, just because it's from Hollywood, it doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Uh, that's some high-quality H2O. <laughs> All right, so back to conversation real quick. Uh, movie, yeah. Movies, comic book-based movies, uh, superhero type movies best of the last year or so for you what, what what have they what's been the best for you
0: it's it's hard to top the one-two punch of Black Panther and Avengers affinity war I mean that was incredible spectacular I mean I don't think I think we expected Black Panther to be good I don't think we expected it to be that good mm-hmm. uh, and then for it to follow just two months later and have the Avengers movie come out. And oh. that just had people amazed. And the fact that those are now the two highest grossing comic book movies of all time. <laughs> and they came out this year almost. So
2: it's big business in there. Does uh DC man, we, Phil and I have talked about this in length about the, the news about Henry Cavill. I mean, he's not going to be Superman again, right?
0: I don't think so. I think he's done.
2: So what does that do to what they've tried to do with the DC universe, which has been cobbled together already. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of a yeah. uh, it's kind of a patchwork quilt anyway in, in my estimation and the way I feel about it. What what's going to happen?
0: You know, DC has some smart pieces in place and if they can just continue to build around that i think they'll be fine i think wonder woman is one of the greatest movies superhero movies done
2: i I agree Uh, i agree yeah
0: and i think gal gadot is perfect for that role and anytime she's on screen she just she steals the show and she was the best part of batman v superman and uh you know, probably the best part of Justice League as well. I'm curious to see how the Aquaman movie turns out this December. Uh, because I think standalone movies have have to do well if they want to make a, a combined movie like Justice League work. And the I think that was the failure with Justice League and Batman v Superman. People hadn't embraced the Man of Steel movie. They didn't like there that take from henry cavill on as superman and so if you're just bringing a bad performance in you're not going to get a better performance out of them later
2: Mm -hmm. do they recast superman
0: oh i think they will i don't think i they they almost have to at this point
2: who i mean is there someone that sticks out that's like that person should probably play superman should we bring Brandon Routh back? Probably not.
0: Um, You know, with Brandon Routh, I would say he was not the worst part of that movie. Yeah, that's, that, 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 true. that movie did not do well solely based on his performance. There was a lot going on with that that made that
2: a bad movie. Well, and you talk about plot holes in a movie. That thing is just ripe with them. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah the the landmass that was made of kryp- kryptonite that was so uh, so lame yeah. anyway um i did you know,
0: looking ahead looking ahead i think the captain marvel movie in march is going to be spectacular
2: it looks um, like it's gonna be great
0: everything looks dead on with that and uh we're going to probably see a lot of samuel l Jackson in that movie so that makes a lot of people happy yes and, um i'm i'm excited for that movie i think that and that was Watching the trailer with my daughter, she—I could just see the look in her eyes that she was so captivated by it. That this is a character that she can embrace more than all the boys' superhero movies right. that I've been trying to feed her over the last ten years of her life.
2: Right, and because of the other female characters in the Marvel universe have kind of been just these, uh, uh, you know, uh, extra cast type. People, uh, they because they've not really let Black Widow kind of be out front. They've never put her in a situation where she's not surrounded by people who can just incinerate her in any moment. Sometimes you know, and then uh, Scarlet Witch. I don't think they've ever fully let her do what what she's capable of doing. I guess maybe trying to rip uh, Vision. Spoiler alert here, but uh, Visions. Uh, uh, what 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 gem did he have in his head? Soulstone. Mind stone, Rolling Stones. What stone was in his head? Which Which one was in Vision's head?
0: It might have been the soul.
2: Let's say it was the soul stone, and we'll let yeah. people uh yeah. co- correct me via email. You know, but
0: I, you speaking know, speaking of correction, yeah. they've they've never even called her the Scarlet Witch in the movies. It's always just been Wanda.
2: That is true. That is true. Interesting. Oh. So maybe they'll have a different Scarlet Witch after they uh, after they snap gets unsnapped. <laughs> maybe there'll be another one. She didn't survive, right? Spoiler alert, too. She didn't survive, right?
0: No, but I think my guess is everyone that died because of Thanos snapping his fingers is going to come back.
2: Well, they kind of have to, right? I mean, they've, they've yeah, died. if,
0: they, yeah. if they died before that, I don't know that you're going to see him back.
2: Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, uh, did you like, uh, Avengers, uh, infinity war, that uh, part one,
0: I was amazed that of characters and actors and egos in that movie that they did an incredible job of balancing it all. I don't feel like any of the characters were overly slighted at any point. I thought it was a good mix of, of everyone and just being able to, you know, mix all these different characters around having Spider-Man and Iron Man and Dr. Strange do their thing and Thor and the guardians do their thing. It was just, it was neat seeing those different combinations on the screen. It's
2: cool. That's cool. I, um, I mean, it's amazing that the superhero genre, how it is. I mean, it 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 is the blockbuster movie now. I mean, there's not really any way to look around that. We did our uh, worst our worst box office busts last week, but uh, in our pre-show, we talked about biggest box office draws of all time, and there were four or five of them that are superhero movies that are recent superhero movies. So it's mm-hmm. like. It, it, and I don't do you, I don't see any sign of it slowing down. Am I, am I right? I'm the Marvel the third uh was it the what are they calling it? The third uh not generation, third stage stage. It's stage three. three. Sorry, I'm I don't know I'm blanking there. Uh that will be just as interesting to me because you're gonna get to really fine tune that universe and I think I don't know about you, but for me, the fine tune part of any universe has always been my favorite part of of universe building. You know what I'm saying? Like the the little the little bitty details and things are always the most fun for me. So, you know, they could do a a Modoc movie, and I'd be like, "Sounds great, love it." <laughs> Not sure what this is gonna Time be about. To be yeah, we're gonna watch about aim for three hours, but <laughs> all good. Anyway, anyway, so uh, very very cool, Jerry. I appreciate you coming on. You're always welcome. You're always welcome. I don't want you to feel like you're not welcome.
0: All right. All
2: right. I Trust I me. You
0: guys. I miss you guys. I
2: miss you too. And uh, uh, if it works out that we can be at Planet Comic Con this year, are you going to be at Planet Comic Con this year?
0: We are. Uh, it'll be March 29th through the 31st. Uh, that's going to be the same weekend as the Midwest Regionals for the college basketball tournament. Oh, whoa. So it's going to be a busy downtown, but. That's, that
2: could be fun.
0: It can be good. You get you get to meet a lot of people. That. One. That's cool. Uh, and so, there'll be a big
2: crowd coming through. I bet uh, some of them will want to come to Comic Con too. Uh, do you yeah. which that, which planet doesn't need any help getting people in the door? That's a huge con. So.
0: No. And they'll be celebrating their twentieth year. This will be their twentieth con that they're doing. It's massive.
2: Well, um, I would like to. I, I've asked you this in years past. If it if it can ever work out, when we do a panel for a movie, I would really like you to be on that panel. Uh, I know that you're always a busy man when it comes to uh, Planet Comic Con.
0: Yeah, um, Planet Comic Con's the big show here in Kansas City, and one of the things that my podcast partners and I do, we volunteer for a charity. If you'll give me a I
2: quick want, second, to I want it. you to pitch your pitch this uh, charity. Go.
0: Uh, we support the Hero Initiative. That is a federally recognized nonprofit that raises funds for comic book creators in times of financial need. A lot of creators were paid by the page or by the story and didn't get royalties or residuals. Um, they don't see the big revenue from these blockbuster movies that we were just talking about. Uh, a lot of them weren't even getting any kind of credits or or anything from these movies. So uh, Hero Initiative was created to of emergency financial net to help out those creators in times of need so uh to do that we volunteer at cons we put out buckets on creator tables uh we sell some product trying to raise awareness and uh just get get it out there that people can can help support these comic creators you can go to HeroInitiative.org. There's a PayPal link there. You can make donations. If you go to a con, especially if you're in Kansas City, go to Planet Comic Con. We will have a Hero Initiative table there. Stop by and see us and say hi.
2: Well, Jerry, we appreciate uh, you coming on. And it, Honestly, if we can do anything for the Hero Initiative stuff, let us know. We'd love to help. Okay. And, uh, again, anytime you want to come on, anytime if we're at Planet Comic Con, I really would like you to be on the panel. Uh, if you're available, I totally understand. That's uh, you're a busy dude, so because you end up like, you end up moderating a bunch of panels for uh, you know like uh, like we talked about for comic artists and everything else at that anyway. So it's a busy, it's a busy, but it's fun busy, right? Yeah,
0: it. You know, to me, this is doing the panels is the most engaging part of the cons anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's almost like improv. Right. (laughs) <laughs> you know where you think it's going to go but then yes. either the guest isn't cooperating or you get oddball questions and you just kind of have to to take it and run with it and uh it's it's kind of a fun challenge to do for an hour
2: right that's like last year you uh we were at Kansas City Comic Con you had needed someone to help moderate a panel and you uh ha- you had uh asked us if we could is it hamid right it was hamid thompson yes. right and mm-hmm. this, this guy is like flipping all over the place uh on tables jumping off stuff and like you said you got to think on your toes in those especially if the guy is a, st- a hollywood stunt person that uh, is all over the place so i i, yeah. I, I know what, what you're talking about having to just kind of improv and just roll roll with the punches sometimes literal yeah. sometimes literal <laughs> and, and sometimes not with Foley artists uh, snapping celery into a microphone. Literal punches. How many didn't punch us? Anyway, never mind. Uh, but yeah. we're good. Anything you need ever, you let us know. And um, Awesome, buddy. Uh, well, thanks for coming on, Jerry. We'll see you soon.